Episode 16, Pornography Exposed. In this episode, John and I talk about our experiences with pornography, the shame it breeds, how it has become a norm of society, and the effects it has on a marriage. In the upcoming episodes, we'll be talking about marriage and pornography. If you have any questions, things you want to hear us talk about, or success stories, you can send those to confessionsofuspodcast at gmail.com, or you can DM us on Facebook or Instagram. Thanks for listening. This is Lindsay. And this is John. And this is Confessions of Us. Are you I like it? we just sat in silence there for like 10 seconds. I'm like, no, you go. No, you go. No, you go. <laughs> it's your turn. It's your turn to start. <laughs> it was definitely your turn. It was my turn. That's I, all right. Yeah. I'll go first. Ladies they always, first. They always hear my goofy butt. Yeah. Lady first. That. Ladies first. Ladies first. Yeah. I feel like your cup is going to fall. Please. It's not. It's not? It's good? Ooh, it's good. All right. Babe. As long as you got it good. Quit, got worrying, it good. quit worrying about these little things. Well, it's going to like fall. You're going to get your crotch wet. It's going to be bad. Very nice. Thank you. <laughs> it's really warm in the room we're in right now okay so this is our life our life in our house is hot we live in an old house doesn't have ac it's got a swamp cooler and a couple window acs Mm -hmm. and it's 100 degrees outside and but again it's 114 in arizona so but no one wants to live in arizona yes i do it's a desert no you Mm -hmm. don't Quit yeah. saying that. You keep speaking it like it's going to happen. Ain't gonna happen. Guys, it, it will. He's So he just said it will never happen. It will happen. So <laughs> just kind of. It's yeah. not going to happen. Okay. No. Yeah, 114. Okay. Who wants to go outside? I'm not saying we have to live in the depths of the desert, but I am saying. So we can live in the very tippy top of. <laughs> Flagstaff, Payson. Yeah. One of those places. I don't believe you for a second. Okay. You don't have to believe me. Yeah. But I I, that's what I say. No. Okay, so let's let's get a get to focus here. Oh, focus? Mhm. How was your week? Well, it's been awesome because my mom has been here. Mamacita. So, my mom was was initially going to come in this last this past week on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And uh last minute told me that she wasn't going to be able to come because of COVID. And I was just really upset, started crying because mm. I was really looking forward to the girls seeing her and me seeing her, obviously. And uh, and then she texts me the next morning at like, I don't know, f- six and was like, I'm coming now. I'm going to drive. Like, she threw all her crap in the car yeah, and drove I'm out. Like, Thank yeah. you, Jesus. You are so good to me. Mm-hmm. So she's been here since she got here Wednesday. Yeah. And um, it's been really great. It's so great to have her. And um, she is here till Tuesday. So, yeah, good stuff. Good. Good stuff. So, we're recording in the corner of our room. Yes. (laughs) We had to shift some stuff. I guess we're always kind of recording in the corner. Yeah. So, sounds good, though. It's the opposite corner (laughs) of this room. So, yeah. So, what are we talking about? Well, first, okay. Yeah. So, Tonight, we get to speak about pornography. Pornography. And your experience with it, my experience with it, and um, yeah, all it, of, all it's of a, that. It's a super big topic. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually reached out to all of you uh, and asked for what you what advice you would give to someone struggling with pornography. Mm-hmm. And we actually had a lot of responses. Yeah, lots of responses. So, so thank you to yeah, everyone. Thank you so listening. much for that. Um, so what we're actually going to do is we're going to split this into two episodes. 
the first episode is going to be our experience, mm -hmm. uh, our journey with it. And then the second episode, we figured we would kind of devote to more of solutions mm -hmm. and advice and, uh, you know, because as weird as this sounds, I would consider myself an expert in this topic. You would not. I would. Oh, you unfortunately. would. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we want to, and, and there was so much good advice mm -hmm. and I think some was yeah. relevant that we wanted to kind of devote some time to talk about it and, uh, um, and just be able to maybe point people to that specific episode yeah. if they wanted mm -hmm. to. So, totally. um, yeah, so that's kind of the plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, we thank you guys, like I said, for sending all that stuff and it was great. Yeah. It just, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was really great. It was great just to get back from the, hear back from community of our followers and, yeah, you know, yeah, it was cool. Mm -hmm. It was cool. It was the first big, first big, uh, outpouring. I don't know if that's the right word. Anyways, first big response that we got from everybody. Yeah, response. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. So, so, how do you want to start this? Um, why don't, I feel like I should go just because mine. Yeah. This is, okay, so if you can't tell, this is a big topic. Mm -hmm. And before we even started, we were just like, we kind of have to prepare ourselves. Yeah. That, mm -hmm. um, so the way that we're going to talk about this is obviously in very broad terms, you know, uh, we're not sharing any details, we're not doing any of that. Everybody is, you know, and you've, especially nowadays, everybody has had a run-in with porn to some mm -hmm. extent or another. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not that big of a secret. So, uh, yeah. But I think discussing it, really yeah, discussing it. Yeah, but being married is, and discussing mm -hmm. it yeah, is, is intense. Yeah. So. Um, so get ready, guys. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, babe, kick us off. Okay. Tell us about your experience and or journey mm -hmm. so, with pornography. Yeah. I actually... Um, have never looked at pornography. There was about a time... In the traditional sense. Oh, okay, yes. Do... Oh, I think it's important to clarify that. To, yeah, okay, yes. Yeah? You... Okay, so let's... let's <laughs> See, we're going to take a pause. <laughs> we talked about some stuff before, and yeah, I didn't know what I should you, touch on that. What would you, real fast, what, what do you think we'd clarify as pornography? Because um, I'd almost say there's yes. different. Mm -hmm. Like, there's more of the traditional, where it's magazines, videos, whatever, you know, people having sex, multiple, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, or there's now, you know, I mean, porn is everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. all over social media. Like, don't think for a second that it's not all mm -hmm. over social media. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then obviously it kind of, I mean, would you yeah, give some classifications here? Okay, so. In your opinion. In my opinion. Um, when I think about pornography, just like in the physical sense, it's naked body on naked body, sure. you know, role, role playing, whatever it may be. Like I didn't really look, I didn't look at it. So, however, I do think that um, pornography in my mind is like, it's such a mind game and it's such a like, I don't mind game, but you know, there's like an, there's an addiction aspect to it. Like um, how the world is just very tricky. Society sure. is very tricky. Like, like you said, in, in, on Instagram, on Facebook, there are these pictures that basically are pretty, um, yeah. like, yeah. well, there's uh, traditional porn yes, on those yes. sites, uh -huh. even though they try to get rid of them, people or whatever. Um, I mean, there's cam girls, there's the, the list goes on, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. uh, social media has just made it another avenue for people doing porn. Yeah. 
Well, there's the traditional sense, right? Porn, obviously, in a way, you can think of the traditional pornography, mm-hmm. okay? Where, you know, like you said, it's, it's a movie, it's people are having sex, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, then, uh, you know, it branches off from there where, you know, you are cam girl, you're paying someone to do whatever as mm-hmm. you watch. And then there's, then there, I think there's more of, I think in the traditional sense, I don't know if you would classify it as pornography, but mm. it's pretty damn close mm. where even on billboards and advertisements and whatever, people are half naked and um, it's like what, you know, I don't know exactly what you would call some of that, mm-hmm. you know, if it's like a lesser form of pornography. Yeah. But I feel like one of the main things about traditional porn is it portrays unrealistic expectations. Yeah. It portrays a fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where a lot of fantasies or a lot of uh, advertisements do very similar things. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I thought that Fifty Shades of Grey was a form of porn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not in the traditional sense, but it's it's expanded so much and there's so much going on. Um, and, it, and the list goes on. So, like, when we're talking about pornography, it's not maybe just the traditional sense. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. a lot of it's connected now. Yeah. Porn yeah. is just mm-hmm. so readily available. It's so rampant. It's, and then you obviously get into the really dark side of porn with people being slaves and trafficking. And that's a whole nother topic. But yeah, um, porn is a pretty broad thing. And especially as people or just generalizing when people struggle with porn, it's, it's all connected for us. It's not unconnected. And um, as we'll continue to discuss, like, I don't know of anybody who really hasn't seen, I mean, maybe you haven't seen traditional porn. Yeah. But I mean, you think about movies, you think yeah. about commercials. Well, I mean, romantic about, comedies, yeah, like yeah, you said, yeah, yeah. is kind of mm-hmm. like a, a mind porn in well, a sense. Yeah. And I mean, you were talking about like the fantasy aspect of it and mm-hmm. we touched on that, but I also wanted to touch on that when we talk about how it sure. affected our marriage. So, well, yes, but I think there's some intro to okay. kind of what yeah. we're. Yeah. So for me, even though I have not, looked at porn in the in the like traditional sense right Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. i growing up i loved romantic comedies and i think you know because it's funny and then there's like obviously this romance they meet and blah 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 but um the really people have said this and i don't know how much it really affects people who have watched traditional porn or yeah and like have gone down that path But for me, I really think that pornography, from what you've told me and what I've heard, is that it's a fantasy. So Mm. you're watching something that isn't... not real. ...is not real. And so then you step into marriage and it... um, Very different. Yeah, well, I mean, it affects... It eventually affects your marriage because, like, that the sex that we have is not, is not going to be the same sex that you have when, you know, like Mm. it's in the sense of that it's all like scheduled. It's all laid out on. Interesting. And so there's that, that's a whole rabbit trail. Yeah. um, We'll we'll probably touch on some of that. Yeah. 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 Um, But anyways, I think the fantasy aspect of it um, also comes from just the advertisements, the movies, the shows. Oh, sure. You know. And those may not be, tra- say, traditional porn. I'm not saying we don't watch romantic comedies or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's amazing how they all kind of feed into each other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Where um, 
men traditionally look at porn. I would say I don't know a single guy who's not looked at porn, not mm -hmm. one. Yeah. And um, and obviously not to say that women don't struggle with porn because absolutely they do. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. think that the it's, mm -hmm. it's maybe even a, a darker hole for them because it's not a traditional, you know, thing maybe so. Mm -hmm. My experience with porn, like I said, I actually have never watched your traditional porn. Um, however, there was a time in my 20s where I... Um, I definitely considered it, you know, I was sure. about to get online and just mm -hmm. type, you know, type mm -hmm. it in. I was in a place, I just broken up with this guy who I thought I would marry. And I was just in this like purposeless, um, place feeling like I had no direction. And so just kind of like sinking deeper and deeper into this hole of yeah, yeah, isolation and, um, disappointment and all that stuff. And so anyways, yeah, I mean, I believe I was spared from truly like digging. I feel like an addiction to pornography wouldn't have been totally out of. Um, the realm of possibility. Yeah. Sure, yeah. 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 Sure. For me. And, but thank God I just, mm. it, you know, it didn't happen. But, yeah. It's a, it's a deep dark hole. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that is um, just some of my experience. Yeah. Very limited. So my experience with pornography is kind of a bit more traditional, I guess you would say, is I remember, um, I'm trying to remember when I first technically saw pornography. I think, I think technically the first thing that I saw in traditional porn sense was a magazine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then, um, when I was about 12, I think, 12 or 13 or so, mm -hmm. um, my dad had videos that I found okay. that I had watched. Um, and then, and then from there, you know, it was in the, uh, the internet wasn't super accessible yeah. then mm -hmm. because I mean, we're going to be, I'm going to be 35 this year. So mm -hmm. I'm a little older, <laughs> tiny bit older. So yeah, when I was, um, that age, it wasn't, I mean, you couldn't just pick up your phone. There was no smartphones yet mm -hmm. where you could just pick up your phone and you would have everything at your fingertips, yeah. which thank God, mm -hmm. because being a young man or a young woman in today's world with that type of access, it's horrible. Mm -hmm. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So Mike, you want to kind of share and then I can ask my question? Sure. Okay. Sure. Um, and then from then, you know, it was... Uh, you know, in high school, I think it was just when I could find some and then I could buy my own. Like, I remember, mm -hmm. you know, I had a DVD at one point, blah, blah, blah. And then then from there's really when uh, then I went to college. Mm -hmm. And then that smartphones actually came out when I was in college and the Internet. I mean, it was already big, but yeah. just exploded. Mm. So, and then it was just a downhill battle from there. So, um, I mean, you're already so deep in, especially when uh, in a, a non-faith-driven world, porn is totally normal. Yeah. Like everybody does it, mm -hmm. you know, porn, masturbation, they all kind of go together. Mm -hmm. um, and at that point when there's nothing wrong with it, you're, you're watching it every single day, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, maybe even multiple times, who knows? So, um, 
and without any sort of, you know, positive uh, reinforcement, without any sort of positive role models, all that kind of stuff, you just go down this rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And again, I I think my story is probably pretty, I say, quote unquote, normal for mm-hmm. a lot of people, but that's how it was. Yeah. You know, and then in college I got saved and they were just like, hey, you know, like, you ever thought about this? You know, do you think this is normal, right? And there, then there was the journey of discovering what porn had done to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and around this time, there was so and when when I got saved is actually when a lot of this, a lot of big studies was coming out about pornography. Um, there were a lot of porn ministries starting, you know, all, you know, triple X church. I don't think quite had started yet. The big, is that, in, is that in LA? I think, I think it's in Vegas. Oh, okay. Um, you know, there was a lot of these conversations that weren't really happening. I mean, it was kind of happening, but not like it's really when around that time it just kind of exploded. Um, so, uh, so yeah. And then it's been, and so I got saved about it when I was 21, I'll be mm-hmm. 35 this year. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and it's been, it's been a freaking journey. It's been yeah. a very, very hard journey and it still is. You know, being married for the past four years has just a different context to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, uh, one of the things that, excuse me, that, uh, I remember one of my mentors said is like, you know, when the battle with porn is so big and it's so deep and it affects so many aspects of your life um, that you will be fighting for your future wife now mm. when you attempt to not look at porn or get accountability partners or whatever it may be. Um, you're fighting for that now. You should say that again. So um, No, it's just good. It's really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So uh, the idea is that when you are battling against porn, you know, when you're battling to not look at it, or maybe you're struggling with an addiction, um, whether you're male or female is not really the point, but you are, you are fighting for your future spouse mm-hmm. because it will greatly affect your marriage. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are so many, so many situations where I've seen marriages destroyed because of pornography, mm-hmm. almost destroyed. Um, I don't know a marriage of really that has, it hasn't affected them in some sense. And I mean, I, I've heard there are some people that they have watched porn and it's great and they use it. For, and I, I don't believe, yeah. Yeah. I don't personally believe that, you know, maybe that's what they do for them. But everything I know about pornography, I don't truly see that as the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, everybody's free to do what they want. So anyways, do you have a question? Yeah. I mean, I'm just curious, like you said, you initially had a magazine to look at. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you were how old at that time? I'm just curious, like trying to get this idea of how. Yeah, I think I want to say I had some run-ins with it when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, and obviously during this whole topic, we're talking more of the traditional porn, like naked women, naked people, mm-hmm. you know, those types of things. Um, not everything else out in the world, but I mean, that's another topic. So anyways, so one of the, I, I, okay, so more than I'm thinking about this, one of the initial run-ins I actually had with it was actually Japanese animation porn, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. It's basically, it's animated porn. Yeah. Okay, it's called hentai. And um, that was around when I actually got exposed to Japanese animation for the first time. And it's not all like that. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, a lot of Jap- Japanese animation is very sexual. Um, and there's always women that are very 
robust and and whatnot. But uh, I remember, anyways, I was at a friend's house mm-hmm. and we had somehow, I don't know, I don't remember exactly the whole context, but we, I'd watched it. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of one of my first exposures to it. Um, before that, it may have been a magazine. I don't, I don't really mm-hmm. remember. That was one of the main ones I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and then shortly after that, I found you know, actual porn videos and, mm-hmm. you know, this was VHS. Yeah. <laughs> oh which is so funny, which is yeah. a really quick random thought, which is really ironic because you remember like the old VHS tapes, right? Yeah. Uh, and the cases for them, like sometimes they had a sleeve, mm-hmm. right? And it was pretty thin. Yeah. For some reason, the porn cases for the VHSs were massive. They were like, I was really weird and they were oddly shaped. <laughs> I was like, what? Not like in a sexual way, but like, they're very distinct. I was like, aren't you trying to like hide your porn? I don't know. It was just random thought. It was just really, really odd. That's odd. Yeah. So when do you, when do you think that you were actually like addicted or like it just became this, like, was it when you did watch that anime or was it, um, or whatever that, well, here's, here's, okay. So we're getting real, real, real. Real, real. Of course we are. Real, real. That's who we are, babe. That's, that's, I like that. We're going to turn that to a t-shirt. Real, real. Real, real. <laughs> um, so for me, which again, I think this is a lot, a lot of men's journeys because I know it is, um, what it sparks is masturbation. And a, around that time anyways, a lot of boys tend to touch themselves. I don't know why it's just part of our development. And but again, without proper guidance, mm. it just gets really twisted. Yeah. And because that's part of what happens is you're obviously watching this thing happen, this porn, mm-hmm. you know, people are having sex and it stirs a whole bunch of stuff inside of you. And then, then you discover masturbation mm-hmm. and it's just another thing because mm-hmm. they, they feed into each other. Yeah. Because the, obviously the porn you know, excites you, you know, you start feeling all these things when you're a young man or a young woman, and then mm-hmm. the masturbation ensues. Um, me personally, I wouldn't just watch porn to watch porn. Like mm-hmm. that was always the, you know, you watch porn and then you masturbate. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the the line. That yeah. was just how it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always thought that was weird and people were like, oh yeah, everybody come over, we're going to watch porn together. I'm like, <laughs> No, like I'm not, that's not a thing for me. That's just weird. Anyways, some people were fine. Did I just, no, that's anyways, that wasn't my, that wasn't my cup of tea. So, um, yeah. So, and that's what you don't, you don't realize what's happening. Mm. You have no idea what's happening. Cause then I think, I don't know about all men, but I think a lot of men tend to be very visual. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and so what started happening, and this is part of this journey, is when you start watching this porn, mm-hmm. you start to develop this, basically, those, those images start to deposit in your mind. And then when you go to masturbate, you recall those images or how it made you feel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, you know, when out in the world, you know, maybe people aren't traditionally having sex, but when, when women are half naked and all this kind of stuff, it feeds into that, unfortunately. Yeah. And now to say that, <clears throat> I'm not saying that women have to cover themselves all the time. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it just, there's an effect on us. Yeah. You know, and that's a whole other conversation. Which I think. You know, about I, lust and, and everything else. I think else. that that specifically is a very real thing. And people try to 
just like say it's not, you know, like seeing women in a, in a bikini in a very, oh, yeah. you know, like, oh, it's the woman's responsibility just to cover herself up, you know? And I do think to some extent, like if, if, you know, I know that me showing my body is like can trigger something. Can't I be respectful enough to, I mean, not to like wear, wear a parka. Sure, but. sure. There's, 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 there's two parts to play mm-hmm. in that dance. You know, there's, and I don't really want to go down this rabbit yeah, trail yeah, too much. This is, yeah, um, different. But there's a lust aspect mm-hmm. that the men generally deal with. Yeah. Right. And then there's the other aspect of what the women do. Yeah. And I think that there's, like I said, there's a dance in a sense that how are because the men still have to deal with the lust in their hearts. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether uh, a woman is wearing a bathing suit or a parka. Mm-hmm. Generally, the lust will kick up. Now, that doesn't mean that the bathing suit doesn't trigger more. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like I said, that's part of the man's journeys. They have to mm-hmm. deal with that lust. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the women can't control that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. I think that there is a mutual, at least in the Christian world. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not talking about necessarily anything else. Um, but in the Christian world, you know, you want to help your brother in Christ succeed, mm-hmm. you know, because like, and again, that's a whole other rabbit trail. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I think yeah. there's it a is. lot of intricacies yeah. mm-hmm. there and like, you know, exactly how we do that. Um, but anyways, so continue. Um, okay. So, Had you ever, oh, so let me ask you a quick yeah. question about mm-hmm. your experience. So you didn't really have any sort of run-in or possible run-in until you are in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Had you heard about it up until then? Had you... Of course. Well, that's what I mean. Did you like... Did you hear boys talk about it? Did you hear other people talk about well, it? Well, I remember... Um, one, I'm 20. Of course, I've heard about pornography. But to Las Vegas, I mean, people... Pornography sure. is talked about when They're, you're I like... I mean, it's handed on little cards. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. And... Um, I remember going to this, I don't know, it was something with, with like the school I was going to and, um, and he, he was basically talking about less pornography and basically saying, um, uh, pornography is not just a struggle for men. It's a struggle for women. And the percentage, he was saying like the percentages would shock you basically. Mm. And so like, I, yeah, I mean, I was very aware of pornography, you know, Um, and I just knew, I mean, it was at that time. I don't even know if I had a smartphone or I was just on my computer. It may have just been on my computer. And I think, like, I think I typed it, this is a while ago, I think I typed it in and like nothing showed up Mm -hmm, at that point. mm -hmm. Like, I think it was this. Anyway, so, um, but like literally nowadays, PG R-rated movies have some sort of like boob show or like, uh, well, and that's the thing is like, do you classify mm -hmm. in that? Again, I don't want to get too much down this, but it's like, Mm -hmm. that is like, is that considered porn? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that is because, so in the photography world, in the art world, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm having several debates with people about this, you know, when you do quote unquote tasteful nudes, Mm -hmm. you know, where it's about the form of the woman or whatever, and she's still naked is that pornography. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think that you can really just debate about it for days. Yeah. Um, and the sense of, and again, it may not be the traditional sense, mm-hmm. 
but that doesn't necessarily, and this is where I think it really boils down to a personal thing Mm. because it doesn't matter. Mm. It doesn't matter what the context of the naked woman is. She's still naked. That's good, babe. I like Um, that. At least again. So, and that's where I think as men, like I said, I don't know a man who hasn't looked at porn. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know of a maybe a man who does hasn't struggled with it at mm-hmm. some point. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know a lot of men who have kind of defeated it in a sense or those types of things, but um, I don't yeah. know of a man, especially nowadays, and where it just being so readily available. Yeah. What's what's interesting to me is like as a man, I don't know if it's like some pride of like for men who just don't care and pornography is a big part of their life day in, day out. Mm. If it's almost like this trophy of like, yes, I've looked at porn and yes, I'm not ashamed of it. And yet like, well, what's funny is growing up masturbation initially was no one talked about it. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I think around high school is when it just becomes normal talk, Mm -hmm. at least amongst boys Mm -hmm. where masturbation is totally normal. Porn was totally normal. Mm -hmm. Um, it, uh, yeah, it was mm-hmm. just, it was just a normal thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you know, of course, you know, I masturbated to such and such or this, that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, but, th- but what it did is by the time you get in high school, when everybody's trying to figure out their lives, right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, women are trying to figure out their lives, you know, maybe, you know, maybe some of the girls are dressed more scantily yeah. than others, you know? Yeah. Um, and what it what I didn't realize it did at the time is it starts you on this path of looking at women as and people probably have this light, but you're looking at at, at women as objects. Mm-hmm. Simply as objects. Yeah. You know, where, you know, like let's say girls are wearing tight pants or whatever, and you're constantly looking at it. Mm. And then you begin to, you know, rate each other. Mm-hmm. You know, because I've seen it on both sides. I've seen yeah. men rate women, women rate men. You know, oh, would you hit that? Would you do this or whatever? And I think that in a very hypersexualized world, mm-hmm. all that is the result of that. Mm, interesting. You know, yeah. whether whether all the boys necessarily were looking at porn or not, I think that that is a trickle-down effect of that. Mm. Because at that point, it's not about... It's not about a connection. It's not about any of that. It's simply about having sex with that object. And mm-hmm. in that sense, it's a woman. It's mm-hmm. a person. Yeah. Um, and that was part of it. You're already addicted at that point. You, mm-hmm. And you don't, but you don't see it as an addiction. It's just something you do. Like mm-hmm. porn or masturbation yeah. mm-hmm. is just something you do. Yeah. It's not, you don't see it as an addiction. You don't see it as whatever. It's just something you do. Porn mm-hmm. was the same thing. Yeah. Um. So, and it's just, but then when you start trying to come against it, mm-hmm. that's when you see that you're addicted. That's when you see that it is an addiction, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's when you see, you know, masturbation, you know, all these things that becomes a sexual, you know, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So, yeah. um, but what's hard now is, is, uh, especially as a man now, I mean, with a very hypersexualized world with media being what it is. At least for me, I constantly feel under attack. Mm, yeah. Where something is trying to get me to look at this, mm-hmm. right? Especially on, and this is one of the reasons I stopped being on social media for so long. Yeah. Because Instagram is just full of half naked women. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that's all what it is because they're trying to get followers, they're trying to do this, trying to do that. Well, I will say this. There's this, I don't know, this guy does this health thing. I think it's like a fitness, like weight loss thing. The guy legit, like, just has a, sh a shirtless. He's super, like, built. Ripped. Sure. And I'm just like, okay, you were literally doing that just to get women's attention. Sure. And that just blew my blows my mind. I'm like, okay. Well, that's the thing is, and, um, but real fast, before we keep going, yeah, yeah. quick message from our sponsor, which is us. Yeah. You can head over to all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts to check out Confessions of Us. While you're there, be sure to follow, subscribe, and leave a review. Also, invite more people to the journey. Share Confessions of Us with friends, family, and people you know. Thanks for listening. Okay, let's continue. So, well, and that's the, that is part of, I think, you know, just, I think if you could, you'd look into studies, it's all connected. Mm -hmm. And the big challenge is, and then we'll get into some of the data here, is that, you know, they've done studies where they... Um, they show porn, they show images to men and women, mm -hmm. and their brains respond differently. Mm -hmm. When men see porn, half-naked women, whatever, their brains light up. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Mm -hmm. um, and when they do the same thing to women, their brains would not light up. So it's not that, and it's interesting, it just, it tends to affect us differently. Mm -hmm. But what's weird is that doesn't mean that women don't struggle with it. Because yeah. clearly they do. No, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, so are you saying when women look at n other naked women? like No, when study? they look at naked men. Men, okay, yes. Yeah. So they don't light up like men's? No. Okay, yeah. There's a certain, I don't exactly, some, I've looked at this so long, I don't quite remember everything, mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. um, and there may be differences like individually, I don't know, but I think in the broad sense, mm -hmm. um, and I think that's generally why you see more men addicted to it than you do women. Mm-hmm. Again, not to say that that's not I mean, the case. I mean, I have a feeling the per I haven't looked at the percentages, but it's still I really mean, high. Yeah, when I was in my twenties, the percentage was like close. I mean, close to you know however many the men versus the women, and that was like that looked at porn. Yes, yes. You have to show me that. No, I don't. I, mean, I don't think it's even remotely close. Oh, yes, it is. Because I'm like I'm saying that men are like in the nineties percent. Okay. Well, let's. Guys, we're going to do it. I'm going to look. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk about yeah. this, some exact percentages. <laughs> yeah. And again, it's it's totally high in women. I'm mm -hmm. not saying it isn't. But what's interesting is when you, and this is like, so we're getting into some of this, like this idea, what does porn does to a person? Mm -hmm. yeah. and I think this is probably the same for women or mm -hmm. at least to a certain degree. Um, when you see these naked women, okay, or when you watch porn, it releases dopamines into mm -hmm. your brain, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And um, what's the hard thing is, is it it coats your brain like over, like a heavy saturation of it over and over and over. And it's kind of the same, some of the same context of what uh, ecstasy does to your brain, mm. where it releases so much of this happy drug, in a sense, that um, when you do ecstasy for so long, and when you stop doing ecstasy, you become very depressed. You don't know how to operate, you know, because things don't make you happy. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so it's a similar concept to when you're looking at porn. It saturates your brain so, so much, and you become addicted to that feeling. Mm -hmm. The same thing happens when you go to have sex with somebody in person. Mm -hmm. um, but the interesting thing about pornography is one of the one of the things it does to you is it makes it so you can have that experience without actually being engaged with somebody. 
It's crazy. It is because being, as we all know, whether you're even whether you're even just in a fling mm-hmm. or you're in a relationship or you're married or whatever, it's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. There's people. There's people's feelings and all these other kinds yeah. of things. Especially when you get into a more serious relationship and you know maybe you're having sex. Um, there's a person there. Yeah. You know, and then when you get married, that's a whole nother bag of mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, how, so yeah. how, I don't know if we want to go there right now, but, um, was there any point in your life that you were, you thought, okay, th- I've gone too far. This is like, th- th- uh, like when what, you were younger, porn? yeah, watching porn, looking for it. Was there any, any point in your life before? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what's hard is I think that what's really, okay, this is going to be really crappy, but um, a lot of people generally start navigating towards certain things, mm-hmm. I think, like mm-hmm. the topics or the kind of porn they watch. Um, and another th- hard thing with porn is it starts to m- just naturally push the boundaries, mm-hmm. push and push the boundaries mm-hmm. where, you know, let's say you're, you're in the beginning, it's just more of a traditional man and woman. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's two women. Mm-hmm. And then it's like multiple people. Mm-hmm. And then it just progresses from there. Yeah. You know, where, um, I mean, and this isn't even some of the crazy stuff, but like I, for me personally, mm-hmm. where it starts, I would start to like pull back is when it starts to get violent, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just another thing. And whether it's an act or whatever, it's just, yeah. it, that for me, it was just too much. Mm-hmm. I couldn't handle that. Yeah. Where they're choking each other and it's just, it just, it's, it's gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's the whole, you know, bestiality. Like it just, the, the hole is so deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but I, I think that's actually what happens to a lot of people that find themselves like, so like, uh, like pedophiles and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not saying this is all of them, but I think that, that it's it's so readily available, mm-hmm. and I would it'd be interesting to see some studies where if it people started like they'd obviously didn't initially seek that out, and it just slowly progressed. Mm-hmm. Like so, like for example, YouTube, where um, you'll watch one video, right? Like oh, recommend this video, and you watch another video, and like everybody's probably experienced it's the YouTube rabbit hole, mm-hmm. right? Next thing you've been watching YouTube for an hour. Mm-hmm. Porn is especially now is very much the same thing mm. where you can click on one thing and then another and then another. And next thing you know, you're in a very weird place or dark place or whatever. Mm. So yes, that definitely has happened to me. Mm. Um, and that's what's so scary about porn is like you go on this little rabbit trail and next thing you know, you've looked at 10 different interactions mm. of 10 different people. And now you have all these images floating around in your brain. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And then, um, the other part of that, which is really hard is when you start to come against it, mm-hmm. there is just an immense amount of shame, mm-hmm. like an unbelievable amount of shame. Would you say you felt that after you watched it or are you saying you when, feel you... The, when you start coming against it, you feel it the whole time, mm-hmm. but the, the, you're trying to get your fix because this is an addiction mm-hmm. and it becomes, and I, and I think that's probably very similar to every other addiction, mm-hmm. alcohol, Drugs. Drugs, gambling, you know, um, and porn is just one of those things because, again, I don't, I don't know if all those things all relatively operate the same in your brain or whatever because, you know, one is, I don't know, but I think there's some, probably some similarities there. Um, 
but especially when you're coming against it, you know you should not be looking at it. Mm-hmm. Where um, this is where, like, during the journey, I would describe to certain people as like, it's like, think of like an alcoholic, right? This is how um, it's like, at first, let's say you're not trying to drink alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say you're just driving by the bar, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, and again, it's this slow trickle. And then like, you drive by the bar and get out of your car. Yeah, you stand in front of the bar, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it just keeps going from there. And you get to the point where you're in the bar, you order a drink, you don't drink it, but you smell it. Mm-hmm. And it just, and then next thing you know, you're you're just wrapped up in it again. So I personally went through a couple bouts where um, I didn't look at any porn for quite a, f- a little while, mm-hmm. probably a couple years. Mm-hmm. And when then, so like when I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know exactly the was times. this after college like or was this, this is like during college after college oh, okay okay and then there was like a year stint where it was really bad mm-hmm. and then there was like another two two and a half years where there was no porn mm-hmm. and then there was another probably year stint where it was really bad and then now it's been I don't know four and a half five years you know basically mm-hmm. since we started shortly after we started dating mm-hmm. um. Because I came to Lindsay and I told her. Did. Which was the scariest freaking thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, that I was currently struggling with porn. But after I told her, that was it. Now, that doesn't mean that I personally haven't struggled with it. Mm-hmm. Haven't, yeah. you know, even maybe driven by the bar, you know. But it's it's one of those things that you be reminded, like, this is what you're fighting for. Mm. And then you drive by the bar and then you speed a thousand miles or hundred miles to get the hell out of there. And then, you know, and then again, we'll talk about, you know, the, some of that journey with like accountability partners and, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. trying to walk through some of that um, because there are so many things that trigger it. So many things, mm-hmm. so many, so many things. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm talking a lot, but. No, it's good. I but, mean, yeah. I ultimately, ultimately I wanted you to like just share your journey with. Yeah. Um, we're, we're already almost 45 minutes. Well, Hopefully we can cut some out. We're, we're trying to make this. We're trying to make the shows a little shorter. Yeah. Like, no, I, just, long, I feel like this episode can't really be short because there is like, there is so much that, you know, why is it so common? Why is it mm-hmm. like part of our culture? Sure. And, um, you know, I really do want to look at those studies because it, for, before we were born, it was part of men, men's culture. It was sure. part of the world's culture. It was accepted, you know, and, well, it's um, like strip clubs, you know, like yeah, before, yeah. like maybe the whole, it was rampant everywhere. But mm-hmm. even before that, I'm yeah. sure back in olden times, like, again, this is not a new battle. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. And I think, uh, I think at, at the root, there's some basic things mm-hmm. there, right? Like there's a self-image thing, mm-hmm. right? And that's where it feeds in for everybody. It doesn't matter what it is. That's the whole fantasy thing mm-hmm. where it doesn't matter where you're watching porn mm-hmm. and people all look like their models or, you know, you know, you're watching billboards and it's the same thing. It's like, and then you start to realize that real life is not like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for one, no one looks like that. Everybody's got cellulite. Everybody's <laughs> got love handles, you know. And maybe there's a few of you out there that are, that are ripped and, you know, whatever. But for the most normal people, like none of us look like that. Mm-hmm. And there's a constant battle of that. Um, and that's another one of the things that's so dangerous for young men, especially. Mm. Um 
is it, again, it creates this false sense of reality yeah. in your brain of mm -hmm. what sex is going to be like, yeah. you know, what you're going to have from your partner, you know? Well, I will say this, yeah. that um, in romantic comedies, you know, it creates this whole journey, like how they met and this guy, and he was so romantic and he did this and how he pursued her and all this stuff. And, um, and they had sex on the first date and, yeah, and, and then, they got married. And, yeah. and then like... When you get married, like I didn't see this coming for John and I, but when we got married and I had had all those images, I mean, I've had relationships that definitely, you know, images flash across my mind, mm. you know, and um, that's because of just, you know, choices, bad choices I made that sure, sure. can affect our marriage if I allow them to. But even romantic comedies put this expectation on a man or a woman that you would never be able to live up to. So yeah. if I'm like, oh, John, he's not romantic enough. He's not going and doing, going yeah. so and big for me. And this is where there's a lot of similarities. Exactly. And it's just like, so it's, it's really sad because I could even see the aspect of like pornography and the aspect of almost an addiction to romantic, like those types of movies and fantasy. films yeah. is that it is fantasy. Mm -hmm. And it like, it's not fair to the either party. Like if you were wanting me as like you, you know, with the pornography thing that you perceived me through the lens of pornography in the mm. fantasy aspect. Mm. And I portrayed you through, you know. Romantic comedy. Romantic comedy. Like that's just not life. It's not. That's, that's production. People, I mean, as actors, it's not real sure, life. Sure. And so I think even in our own marriage, Do we have time for this conversation? Just do it. Okay. <laughs> Just do it. We're going to talk about marriage. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's definitely some of it. Um, and honestly, like, I mean, you've, you've said it before that like your experiences with past relationships and pornography flash, things flash through your mm -hmm. mind mm -hmm. and, um, and, and vice versa. And it's interesting because like when we're having sex, those images flash back. And so it's like, trying to like be present and in the moment, yeah. you know, and how easy, um, well, it's a very, it's a very spiritual thing. Yeah. I and, mean, that's, yeah. that's a whole nother rabbit trail, mm -hmm. you know, well, it's like, I mean, at the base of it. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, that's where a lot of is the, you know, in our, from our perspective, from a Christian perspective, the enemy, mm -hmm. the devil, if you will, is yeah. trying to, you know, we have a saying that, his goal is to get you to have mm -hmm. sex before you're married yeah, and to get you to not have sex after you're married, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and we, we believe it to be true, obviously, Absolutely. you know, yeah. cause we have seen it in our own lives. We've seen other people's lives, you mm -hmm. know, you in marriage counseling. And this is the really interesting thing about sex, especially from a Christian standpoint mm -hmm. is it's one of those sins, you know, sex before marriage or whatever, outside of marriage, that becomes okay at a certain point. Mm -hmm. we, were, we were talking to uh, a couple about this where um, nothing else becomes legal in a sense, right? M murder is never okay. <laughs> yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. um, you know what I mean? So that's the kind of, that's the weird thing is like sex becomes okay in a certain context. Mm. And I think that's one of the so tricky things about sex that's one of the such, that's why it's such a big deal. 
That's why it affects mm-hmm. every part of our lives, especially yeah. in a marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, and that's where porn is personally. Again, if you can watch porn and it's good for your marriage, uh, great. But for I would me, not say great. <laughs> well, I mean, I I th- I but don't each. think that's true. Yeah, I think there's yeah. some other things going on. Mm-hmm. If you truly believe that to be true, mm-hmm. and you think there's a lot of soul searching that needs to happen, if you think that's true, because. And this is where it doesn't matter whether it's traditional porn, whether it's Instagram, Mm -hmm. whether it's a billboard. If that person is not you, Mm -hmm. your spouse, then it shouldn't be okay. Mm -hmm. The whole idea that you can look at the menu and not order anything is false. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. trying to put that in a nice way. Mm -hmm. It's bullcrap. Yeah. Because you are fantasizing, you are having all these things about someone who's not your spouse mm-hmm. that you, you know, or maybe your future spouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's where porn is, it is, there's nothing good about it mm-hmm. in my mind. There's yeah, not, no, not a yeah. single thing. Mm-hmm. And I would gladly debate anybody that says that there is. Do you think, we haven't talked about this, but do you think that pornography can even be like a gateway drug to drugs, to like other things? Because it's like oftentimes, it's just, it was just a thought that popped up, you know, because it can turn into addiction and an addiction. And my thought is like, how, how could that affect Someone, I mean, I mean, I don't know if that's a big reach. Or... Personally, I think it's a bit of a reach. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying that worlds can't collide. Mm-hmm. You know, like when people would say alcohol can be a gateway. Like, I think it's partly because of who you surround yourself with mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. those contexts of those activities that you're doing. Gotcha. Okay. With pornography in hell, even in a Christian world, because no one is immune to it. Like people just do it. And it's a normal thing where... You know, if you're hanging out with shady people and they're doing drugs, it's one thing. So it's, it's just, it's just yeah, different contexts. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. That just um, into my head. And then actually, we actually had this this thought is like, is someone more prone to looking at pornography if they have gone through certain things or whatever? Mm-hmm. And it's, we had an interesting thought. Yeah. I, well, it's just, I mean, for me, I never looked at porn, you know, and who's to say you know, like if I was in the family that I grew up with, if I had a more of an opportunity, you know, like I was set up, set up quotations sure. <laughs> to not, to not look at pornography. However, I don't think that's the case. I think, um, especially when you think about like, maybe there's, there was abuse in a family and, mm-hmm. you know, someone had seen porn at some point and then became yeah. addicted, you know, it's just like, yeah, can, I, it'd can be it interesting. Be? I don't know if there's, I'm sure there's, there's studies about everything, but um, I'm sure just like anything, mm-hmm. you can be more prone to something, right? Mm-hmm. You can be more prone to alcoholism. Mm-hmm. But what I think, again, what I think is different about pornography mm-hmm. is it's not like a lot of other quote unquote struggles, sins, addictions, mm-hmm. because there's a point that por- having sex becomes okay, at least in the Christian world. Like, mm-hmm. there's never a point where drinking a ton becomes okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. it's, it's a different struggle. You mm-hmm. know, you're an alcoholic, you're this, whatever. Like, same thing with drugs, right? There's never a point where, but in a context of a marriage, having a whole lot of sex is okay. It's encouraged. It's mm-hmm. a good thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, 
and that's what you know the thing we were telling a different couple is like it's before you're married you know at least in the christian world before mm -hmm. you're married it's 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 nigh impossible to understand the connection you can have with someone mm -hmm. um when you're going through all that and porn distorts all of that mm -hmm. every mm -hmm. single aspect of it because it's not just saying you won't have hot crazy quote unquote porn like sex but it's not a normal thing mm -hmm. sex takes a lot of work like you said what I said that was interesting it's like it's all actors porn where they're all moaning and they're all sick that's all acting mm -hmm. it's not real yeah, yeah. you know it's the you know it's chopped up in a certain way through the video to make it look like a certain thing and yeah. also that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and like there's all these shots like I don't know if you've looked at your butt in the mirror but it's hairy you know like <laughs> no one's this smooth baby-like exterior on their rear end it's like but again it's all fantasy yeah. it's all bullcrap yep. yeah. and that's the thing is like it this is no in marriage or a relationship especially when it comes to sex and all this kind of thing takes work mm -hmm. it takes hard work it takes dedication um takes time you know and pornography just um just uh, comes against that. Hmm. So I think we have to land the boat okay. because we'll, we'll have to do another more shows about this. Okay. Okay. You know? That works. Um, because we are already 53 minutes and we can keep going. Yeah. We can true. keep going. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So, but we want to end the show oh, on do. a light note okay, because so we, we were, we were doing these funny moments of randomness. Um, and I think that we should land it. We should bring some of those back yeah, just because totally. some of these topics are getting really heavy. Um, Okay. So, so shoot. Okay. So the question is this, but I, I want to choose it for you. So the question okay. is, if you could be an Olympic gold medalist in anything, what would it be? But I want to tell you what I think you could. Okay. Like. Yeah. So I think you would be, um, a, an Olympic gold medalist at Thanks. Um, You're trying to guess what you think I would choose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, no, no, no. What I think you would be an Olympic gold medalist on that. Oh, like, oh, I get to okay. choose one of your characteristics. Oh, okay. Let's we see. Did, we did a hard stop the porn conversation pretty hard. Oh, we did. Sorry, we did, everybody. Sure. We'll, we'll come back to it. We'll talk about it yeah. more next week. Yeah. Um, we got to work on the transition. <laughs> These I know. Topics. Yeah. Okay, keep um, going. Sorry. Gardening. Oh, gosh. Gardening. He is like... If meticulous was, if you could be a, an Olympic gold medalist at being meticulous. Okay, not gardening, but like. Um, you put a lot of work into growing those dang plants. You do. I want them to produce. I know. You, you're, yeah. I don't and know. And the tomato plants are looking fantastic this year. Yeah, they so. are. You would you would be an Olympic gold medalist in another area. I just can't think of okay. it. So I'm just going to say gardening. Okay, so if I could be an Olympic gold medalist in anything, what would it be? Sword fighting. No, you're supposed the to just badass. say what mine would be. No, we'll get to there. I get to choose too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. I think sword fighting would be right. badass. Badass sword fighting. Okay. Not like just fencing, but traditional <laughs> actual sword fighting. <laughs> You gotta be real good or you're gonna die. No. I've actually seen that. There's actual uh they dress up in like full not full armor, but like they fight with blunt swords and they beat the crap out of each other. Oh, nice. It's badass. Fantastic. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So same question to you. If you could be an Olympic gold medalist in anything, what would it be? Let me choose what I think it would be for you. 
being a mom. Please don't oh, say I'm that. just kidding. <laughs> uh, cooking. Yeah. Yeah. You've been cooking a lot recently. I've been, I, you know, I'm so happy you say that. I'm throwing down some bomb meals. I was going to say stuffed shells. <laughs> be a Olympic gold medalist at stuffed shells. Chef's stuffed shells. Okay. If you, what would you be um, a Olympic gold medalist in? What am I really good at? Um, this is hard. Is it? It's hard. I mean, I want to give like the solid answer, Just but say I don't something. got time. Was your question? I don't got time. Um, pick a sport. Horseback riding. Horse, I would say horseback riding. That'd be a dream to be. In you know, what would be sweet. Balance. Would be like old western shooting, where they would hold onto the horse with their legs and they would shoot from the <laughs> horseback. That'd be badass. Again, I know it's not that's an actual. Actor. That's an actor. Oh, you please don't tell me they do that. No, that you can. They do it on horseback from archery. Oh. You tell me they can't do the same thing with guns. I don't know. Yeah, no, you should. It's incredible. Pew, 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 it's, pew. <laughs> All right, guys, so that is part one mm -hmm. of the pornography conversation. Maybe there's going to be more than two parts. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like we could have really kept going with this one. Maybe we will. We'll see. Uh, yeah, if you think we should keep going, hit us up. Let us know. Let us know your thoughts. Yeah. Um, again, this is one of those topics we could talk about forever. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, yeah. like we've heard it from a lot of women and men we like, we want to hear from you. We want to hear about the struggle. We want to hear about the victory. Mm. You want to hear about the journey. Sure. Um, and hopefully with John being so vulnerable and open about just his journey, that that will be encouraging. It'll encourage you just to, to kind of share where you're at. And yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how fast an hour just went because mm -hmm. I felt like we, we kind of just scratched the surface on a lot of things. Agreed. Yeah. Cause it's a big topic. So, um, we love you guys. Thanks for all the feedback. Maybe we'll post some more questions this next week, get some more thoughts from you. Uh, but this is John. This is Lindsay. And this is Confessions of Us. Good night. Bye. If you'd like to support Confessions of Us, you can head over to confessionsofus.locals.com. And there you can make any sort of donation you would like to the show. Also, head over to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube and check us out at Confessions of Us Podcast. If you would like to send us any questions, you can DM us on Facebook or Instagram or email us at confessionsofuspodcast at gmail.com.